Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, BYU will be expected to reverse this trend today, but BYU has lost five consecutive games when trailing after the first quarter, and BYU is trailing after the first quarter. 3-0 to McNeese. First quarter numbers show BYU with 25 yards of total offense. Six rush, 19 pass. McNeese, 86 yards, 29 rush, and 67 pass. BYU football brought to you in part by Ken Garf. Looking to score on a new car? Visit Ken Garf Nissan Orom on University Parkway or visit KenGarfNissanOrom.com for the latest deals. We hear you. Well, McNeese was backed up to first and 20 from its own six-yard line, and now here they are second and one from their own 42. The defense did a the three and out was the fumble recovery that they made from BYU and in great field position. So that three and out forced them into a field goal, which they missed. So other than that, McNeese has been able to put together first downs, good drives, even in this last possession where they've had really bad field position and bad down and distance, come up with a big play and uh, get out. So the secondary is a little bit too far off on the longer ball downfield, but they've done a nice job on the short routes. Now they are... McNeese started great with their short pass game. James Tabory in shotgun on second and one. First play of quarter number two. They now go left to right, north to south here at Lavelle Bridge Stadium. McNeese is starting QB, a 6'2", 215-pound senior. A 73% passer on the season. Throws to the far side and again. Pass is caught. And for a first down, it's Kylan Hyshaw with another grab. It'll move the chains out to the 47. Well, where they were back at their own six-yard line facing a first and 20. Then they had a second and 21. Yeah. And here they are at the 47-yard line. So uh, no deficit too deep for McNeese as they've battled well to get it out near midfield. And again, flip field position at the very least against BYU. Michael Shelton making that last tackle and getting him down. BYU playing shorthanded defensively. No Zane Anderson. No Diane Gonwoloku. And BYU either jumps no. or is drawn. Drawn. Ball start. Offense, number 61. Five-yard penalty. Still first down. Guard jump on the fifth penalty for McNeese. They've had three penalties on this drive. And they've overcome the previous two. Yeah, they've been out penalized in every game they play so far. They were the out. They were the largest penalty infractors. <laughs> Five for twenty-five. BYU two for twenty-one. And timeout. Yeah, I think the BYU's snap. thinking they have guys in the wrong position out there, so they decided to take a timeout. Looked like that's what the signal was. Prior to the snap, BYU calls their first timeout of the half. It'll be a media break. No media. Thirty seconds. We'll stay right here on this thirty-second. Timeout. BYU trailing at 3 nothing. 14-16 to go until halftime. Fans, you can outsmart insurance doubt. Outsmart life with AAA insurance. Visit AAA.com. That's AAA.com backslash outsmart. Yeah, that 3 to nothing. you know, it's not a problem. You're, you're certainly uh, thinking that you're going to score a touchdown and uh, be able to take over, but the fact that McNeese is able to move the ball so well and so far you're still looking for some identity on offense. Uh, you haven't been in a position to uh, score or even threaten to score. So the outlook of the game right now is favoring McNeese. And this is how they've been in most of their first halves in their three games previous. 
42-yard line of the Cowboys. First and 15. BYU shows just four at the line. A lateral. lateral throw. It's a lateral throw, but it does go out of bounds. BYU was on it. They knew it was lateral, and it was Austin Lee and Riggs Powell chasing it, but the ball skipped over the near sideline, so it'll go to second down for McNeese. And that should be a backward pass and out of bounds at the line across. So the field is a backward pass out yep. of bounds, second down. So big loss on the play, second and 22. But they've had second and 21 on this drive and moved the chains. Now here they are, second and two, back at their own 35. So the backward pass out of bounds really backs the Cowboys up. 14-11 to go till halftime. McNeese 3, BYU 0. Backs are split, and timeout is called. Tabary, as he went to the line, called the timeout that we will take with 14.03 to go in quarter number two. McNeese 3, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so back at LaBellaberg Stadium, second and 22 for McNeese at the Cowboys 35-yard line. 3-0 Cowboys leading BYU first minute of the second quarter. Hey, Cougar fans, StubHub is your ticket out to once-in-a-lifetime experiences from BYU games to amazing concerts and shows you don't want to miss. StubHub, be there. StubHub, the official ticketing partner of the BYU Cougars. Ryan Ross, tailback to the left hip of James Tabry, takes a three-step drop. The righty fires down the far sideline. The ball's in the air and caught at the boundary and out. Inside the 30-yard line. So, second and 21. They move the chains. Second and 22. They move the chains. McNeese deep into BYU territory. They were back to their own five-yard line on this drive. 26-yard line of BYU first down and 10. The Cowboys well over 100 yards right now in offense. And BYU sitting at 25 on the day. That was a great pass that time. Shelton's in good position chasing uh, but uh, the ball is thrown five you know a little further out toward the sideline so his receiver can adjust out to the football and Shelton doesn't see it so he's uh, kind of at a loss a full house backfield for McNeese a screen to the right side caught behind the line of scrimmage and then dropped for a loss on the play by Austin Lee is David Ham. First and 10 will go to second down and about 16 or 17, but second and long is no problem for this team today. Yeah. Boy, what a great throw that was on the sideline. 34-yard line. Big loss. Second and 18. Tabary gun. Back left hip. Hand off to that back. Shoots a gap to the right side, but only for about four. It'll be third down from the 30-yard line. Third and down 14 coming up for McNeese. Now Jacobson's in, I think. Austin Lee just uh, left the field. Is that, is that Jacobson that just came in? Yeah, Jacobson just center. That's Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten, who keeps us in business. Warner and Jacobson are the safeties. Shelton and Wilcox the corners on this third down and 14 from the BYU 30-yard line. It'll be a 47-yard field goal attempt if they get nothing on this play. Tabaree shotgun. Snap at his chest. Left flat. Catch made. 30, 25, 22-yard line. Well short of the first down marker, but the field goal unit will likely be called upon to double the lead from 3-6. to six. If yeah. the kick is successful, what will they think about this on fourth down? They're thinking about it. It's fourth down and mm, almost seven. 
Fourth yeah, and at so. least sixth, the offense stays on the field. So they've already missed a short field goal. And they've been kept out of the end zone from the two. And so Coach Gidry keeps the offense out there on fourth and long six, almost seven at the BYU 23. Twins to either side. David Hamm is the tailback to the right hip of Tabory and timeout. McNeese, they're going to think it over, talk it over, mull it over. 11.38 to go in the first half. half. So they're out of of timeouts already. McNeese has used all their first half timeouts. We'll stay right here with it with 11.38 to go in quarter at number two. McNeese three and BYU zero. BYU football brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Slow start for BYU. McNeese has had the ball for about 13 minutes. BYU's had it for five. And the total yardage is currently 136 to 25. And it's felt every bit of that. In fact, McNeese probably feels they should be up more than 3-0 right now. Gunner's going out there, Greg. So they've thought it over, and they say we will go for the points. Gunner Rayburn is out to attempt a 40-yard field goal. BYU has to play defense here that the... Certainly they have a fake that they can try and put on the as a play right now. From the left hash to double the lead for McNeese. 40-yard attempt from Gunnar Rayburn. He's 4 for 6, make it 5 for 7 on the year. Oh. A block! The ball remains live, and the Cougars pick it up near side. Trey Warner at the 40. The 42. Crossing the field. Still alive. Midfield. 45. 44-yard line of McNeese State. Maybe that's the play that'll spark him and get him going. Yeah, the offense definitely needs to capitalize here. Um, big, big momentum shift. And, yeah, hoping Tanner and the offense can put some points on the board here. McNeese has missed a field goal, seen a field goal blocked, and one field goal good. But after a deep drive to the two, it stays 3-0. BYU offense on the field, 44-yard line of McNeese. Mangum under center. Squally's back in the game at tailback. Wides to either side. They fly sweep Hefo. They give instead to Squally. Squally middle, puts his hand on a blocker, gets to the 40, inside the 40 to the 35-yard line. Pile push for a gain of almost 90 yards on that play. And very close to the marker. It was a nine and a half yard gain on first and ten. And now BYU tempos it. They go no huddle. Mangum quickly under center. Second and short gives Squally. He's got the first down. The chains were at the oh. uh, they, the chains had actually begun to move even though it wasn't a first down. I, I thought they gave him the first down. Mm, I thought it was either way. They ran Squally over. They thought it was second and short. And now it's going so to be second down and about nine. Do. And they're all confused now. I think the chains moved in advertently. Squally. Receives the handoff and angles to the right to the 28-yard line. Now they're going to probably call it third down and four when BYU might have thought they just ran a first down play. So it's third down and four. The scoreboard's all confused. The sideline marker shows third down. Four yards to go to move the chains and Mangum again under center. Tight trips to the left. Underneath. It's a moot point as the pass is complete to the 21-yard line. Tuolava Hifo makes the catch, and BYU's in scoring territory. First and 10, ball between the hashes at the 21. Nice job by Tanner to look to the sideline, look for his flat guy, and then come back to Hifo. This is a tempo series for BYU. Again, no huddle. Squally receives the handoff, gets inside the 20. It's a red zone possession now for BYU. 
It's a short gain of a yard, yard and a half. They bring in Katoa, bring in Bushman. Out go Laulu Pututau, and Squally Canada is hobbled. Putting little weight on his right. I think he's going to have right ankle problems because yeah, I think he got hurt a couple games ago, and it just keeps getting re-dinged, it looks like to me, the untrained eye up here. Micah Simon in also. So Squally's out dinged. They shift Holker and Bushman from left to right, creating trips to the right. Simon wide left, Mangum under center with Katoa. 19-yard line. Second down, long for BYU. In the pocket, Mangum throws far side. Hippo makes a catch, spins out of a tackle for a gain of eight to setting up third and one for BYU. Hippo did a nice job to first catch a ball that Mangum had to throw before he was ready yeah, and then spin out of a tackle. And Mangum had to throw before he wanted to because of pressure. And again, no huddle. Third down, one. They give to the back, Katoa. Katoa middle to the five. Stood up there. It'll be first down and goal for BYU. A nice game by Katoa. And the scoreboard's been all kind of confused on this drive with the <laughs> down and distance and line to gain. They got all behind it and have never really caught up. But we'll tell you it's first and goal now from the five for BYU. Well, the hurry up has uh, helped a little bit. The other thing about hurry up is it's going to fatigue those McNeese players later on in this game. So... You can see right now that defense out there for them has got their hands on their hips and starting to deep it's breathe helped, a little deeper. It's helped BYU and hurt the chain gang and the scoreboard operators. Mangum's under center on first and goal from the four they spotted. Tight formation left, strength left. They juke a fly sweep to Mill. The handoff to Lopini Katoa. Katoa keeps the legs driving. Stretches it all over the goal line and scores the first touchdown of the day for BYU. Lopini Katoa scores it. And that's his first score as a Cougar. BYU takes a 6-3 lead, PAT pending. Boy, he did. You know, you get down there where you can see the shadows of the goalpost. It just gives you a little motivation to keep those legs pumping. He did a great job to hang on to the football and also drive himself into the end zone. BYU 6 and McNeese 3 with 8.42 to go till halftime. Lopini Katoa with a four-yard touchdown run. And that was all set up after a blocked field goal and a nice return from Troy Warner. Sounds, looks like they're reviewing a little bit right now and making sure that uh, the ball was across before the yep. knee came down. Yep. So they've looked at it. They've cleared it. And on comes Skyler Southam to keep his perfect PAT stretch intact. He's 8 for 8 as a BYU kicker. Southam will line it up. Gavin Fowler will hold from Mitch Harris. Good snap and hold. Kick is on its way, and it is splitting the uprights to make it 7-3. Timeout on the field. 8.42 to go until halftime. Jason Shepard's scoreboard update coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Number one, BYU women's volleyball sweeping St. Mary's at Smithfield House this afternoon. 25-10, 25-14, and 25-13. Kennedy Eschenberg, middle blocker, with a career-high 11 blocks for the number one team in the country. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Shep, thank you. BYU went no huddle on that drive, and we'll call that a Utah Community Credit Union UCCU smart decision. Utah Community Credit Union, helping people make smart financial decisions every day. Lock in a low fixed rate on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. BYU takes the lead 7-3 as we approach halftime, 8.42 to go until the break. And in the Kalani Sitake era, BYU is perfect 10-0 when leading at halftime. Since 2005, BYU 87-11 when taking a lead to the locker room. Mickelson approaches. Right to left, south to north. 
Kickoff in the air and into the end zone. Five yards deep. Benjamin Jones will take a knee, and the Cowboys will take it out to the 25-yard line. Blocked field goal gave BYU a short field after the return from Troy Warner. And the Cougars' mark make it pay off as Jeff Grimes said, let's go tempo. And they hurried it up and hurried themselves right into the end zone. And it really was effective. Uh, we've seen them go tempo before and uh, got a little bit confused here and there in what they were doing. But against uh, McNeese today, uh, the up-tempo helped a lot. Tanner uh, made a great throw with a guy in his face. And as you mentioned, uh, out to uh, Hefo, who wasn't quite ready. But Hefo makes the catch, spins away, and uh, picks up down to uh, one yard short of the, the first down marker. It was a 44-yard drive, eight plays, 240 off the clock. Oh, and BYU calls a timeout as they may have had a late. BYU calls their second timeout of the half. It'll be 30 seconds in length. Missing a guy. We'll stay right here with it. And that was as the Cowboys brought in Cody Orgeron to take a snap at quarterback. We'll see how many he does take. Tabary is the starter. Orgeron does play some. In fact, uh, in the first three games, has made all four of his pass attempts complete for 24 yards and a touchdown. He's also run four times for 40 yards. So Cody Orgeron is brought in at least for the start of this series. 8.42 to go until halftime, and BYU's up 7-3. Kind of interesting to find out that he didn't play football until his senior year in high school. He was a tennis player. He's the coach's kid. Ed Orgeron, head coach of LSU, has two sons on this team, Parker and Cody. Parker's the wideout, and Cody's the QB. And only one of the two Orgerons is in right now as Parker's not in the trip set to the left as he got a single wide right. And Cody's in the gun on first and 10 for McNeese at the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, Parker is out there. He's with his brother out there. Hand off to Justin Pratt. Pratt coming from right to left. Gets past Riggs Powell and not past Austin Lee at the sideline. No gain on the play. It'll be right at the 25, second down and 10. Nice job of stringing it out that time. Uh, better pursuit for BYU in the secondary that time. Uh, earlier in the game when that uh, they've run a similar play, the offensive linemen were downfield blocking on the secondary, and that time they did a much better job to get to the edge and force him out of bounds. Cody Orgeron stays in at quarterback. Brother Parker is out to the right. Part of trips to the right. Single wide left and is Trevor Begee. Second and nine. They gave him a yard in that previous play. Cody Orgeron steps up and throws. Intercepted. Tanner Jacobson in midfield. Jacobson 40, 35, 30, 31 yard line will be the spot. BYU first down and 10. Cody Orgeron picked off for the first time this season. And Tanner Jacobson, who's bounced from DB to the offense and back, plays at safety, makes a big play for BYU with 8.14 to go till halftime. Man, he did. He uh, reached up right over his face mask and caught the ball in his hands. Uh, just an athletic move to get up in the air, make the interception, cut underneath the receiver, and then had a fair return to get him back into pretty good shape. Ball thrown behind Kyron Sutton and Tanner Jacobson takes advantage sets BYU up at the 31-yard line. Mangum under center. Squally Canada alone setback. Tights to either side. They fly sweep Pau'u. Does a juke the other direction to hand off to Squally. Squally coming left. Keeps shaking off those uh, ankle tweaks and gas himself a four-yard gain to the 27-yard line. Eight minutes even to go till halftime. BYU with a 7-3 lead. And the momentum has certainly shifted here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. McNeese, every time they tackle him, they hold the guy up. So when you got him all pinned in, they got a bunch of your buddies around him. 
They hold you up, and then everybody's pounding away at that football trying to get a fumble. They gave him five. Second and five for BYU handoff. Squally, Squally angling to the right. What a burst into the secondary and all the way ahead to the 10-yard line. It's a big game for Squally. Candle to setting up BYU first and goal. Trent Jackson makes the tackle, but Squally was carrying by the end of that run. And again, BYU no huddles at first and goal from the 10. Tanner quickly under center. He's got Canada as the lone setback. Handoff Squally. Squally off tackle right for a couple is all. It'll be second and goal from the 8. We're going to give that Tanner Jacobson INT, our new skin, beautiful catch of the game. New skin, discover the best you. Clean catch, nice return. BYU back in business on offense. And now inside the 10 to the 8-yard line. Mangum. Turns and hands off Squally into a pile of people just a yard or two upfield. So it'll be third and goal now from the seven. Yeah, those last two plays. So uh, the unbalanced right when they ran the big play to Squally. That was an injured player from McNeese. Boy, the offensive line just did a great job of opening it up. Had people downfield and Squally just ran with all of his blue shirts in front of him. These last two downs, he's been on his own as he hits it into the line. There's just not any opening at all for him. Tyreek Gibson starting left end is down for McNeese with 6.54 to go until halftime. And BYU up by a score of 7-3. Looking at a third and goal from the 7. And BYU on third downs today is 3 of 5. Much better than their season percentage, which is in the high 30s right now. So uh, injury timeout with McNeese player down and not getting up, so we'll take a little break too. 6.54 to go till halftime. BYU 7, McNeese 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143 and online at byuradio.org. Talk about good. Nissan knows game day is all about the game-winning drive. So Rogue has available technologies that will help make the day's best drive getting to the stadium. Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. Here we are, BYU third and goal from the seven, leading it 7-3. to 6.54 to go until halftime. Tanner Mangum settling in the shotgun. Lopini Katoa to his right. Couple wide receivers left. Tight end and a wing tight to the right. Snap Tanner. Short drop. Pump to the end zone. Has Shumway there. Makes the leap and does he come down with it? Yes, he does! Touchdown, Talon Shumway. What a grab and what a score. So Tanner makes the play fake like he's going to throw to the slant and then Shumway gets to the back corner. And Tanner does a good job of throwing it up high where Shumway's going to have to go up and jump and get it, but the defender's going to have a hard time seeing where it's coming down. So that's exactly uh, how he was able to make that. And this time, he hangs on to the football with both hands as he goes to the uh, ground. Talon Shumway's first touchdown as a BYU Cougar, and both touchdowns scored today have been by first-timers. 6.37 to go until halftime. BYU 13 and McNeese 3 with a PAT pending. And again, they've got their video review technicians out on the field waiting to give the go-ahead and that was a difficult catch there was some dispute whether he came down with it we wait we wait we saw the signal now we're going to get the official review from video and he's also has to be in bounds too so they're still looking at it but if it stands a heck of a play made by talon shumway and the lob up by tanner mangum and that would be the first wide receiver touchdown catch of the season 
if it stands. Yeah, I think, I think this play's got to stand. I mean, one for talent. I, if, if I remember correctly, I want to say last year he caught a touchdown that was either there was a penalty or he caught it, you know, right on the half. Um, oh, yeah. That's the half yeah. yard line. So it's good that it stands and, and he got his first touchdown. There it is. First wide receiver touchdown for BYU. Goes to Talon Shumway. And the Cougars take a 13-3 lead. Southam to make it 14-3. Kick is up by Skyler. And he's now 10 for 10 on his PATs here at BYU. Caps a 31-yard, five-play drive, and 137 off the clock. BYU goes up 14-3. And both scores mark were set up by a big play on special teams, blocked field goal, and on defense with the INT from Tanner Jacobson. Yeah, and that, both those things give you life. That what we're saying is the defense made a play as uh, they were able to... Uh, get that interception and then also the special team so uh, when you get a positive field position like that and the offense is all of a sudden coming to life when you get closer to that goal line you really become inspired so i put a twitter poll out there who will be the first wide receiver to catch a touchdown pass for byu this season and i took the top three wide receivers in yards and catches hefo collie and romney and put them as options one two and three option four was someone else and option four is the winner. It was someone else. It was Talon Shumway with the first wide receiver touchdown catch of the season for BYU. The Shumway grab and the south of P18. It's 14-3. BYU looking more like BYU right now. 6.37 to go till halftime. Back-to-back scores and a two-score lead. Mickelson's kickoff is two yards deep with Benjamin Jones, and he will think about it and then take a knee. It'll be out to the 25 for McNeese. So, all three phases coming together. Offense, defense, special teams, Mark, all making plays to make it 14-3. And McKay Jacobson making his probably his first interception, am I right? Tanner? Tanner Jacobson. Tanner Jacobson. Yeah. Oh, McKay's his brother. Yeah, yeah. McKay Jacobson <laughs> caught his first touchdown pass <laughs> against Oklahoma. <laughs> Tan- uh, Tanner Jacobson. Yeah, it's his first pick. And uh, so, nice job by the defense to be able to stop that drive when they uh, looked like they had something going. So a whole bunch of firsts here. First interceptions and first touchdowns, and BYU's up 14-3, approaching halftime. And back in at quarterback is James Tabory after the Cody Orgeron experiment ended in an INT. David Hamm is the tailback who receives the handoff middle. Has a nice gain going. Stewie bounced out of a tackle and had an eight or nine-yard gain upfield. Looked to be stopped at four or five and then just kind of shot out of the group of players and put it all the way out to the 33-yard line. So an eight-yard gain for Hamm. That offensive line shields defenders away. You know, they, they get that first step in, and then they're in position to shield uh, your, the defensive man from getting through to make that tackle. 33-yard line of McNeese. Clock rolling to 6.05 here in the second quarter. David Hamill staying as the tailback. There's an H-back on the wing left. Wides to either side. Tight end left as the H-back, Lewayne Ross, motions to the right. The handoff is to Ham, and Ham needed to get to the 35 and got there. First down on second and two, gain of three. And the Cowboys move the chains. They still outgain BYU right now, 149 to 100 in yardage, but the Cougars have made gains on the scoreboard. 14 to three, the Cougars lead. That brings up the first and ten for McNeese Cowboys. 36-yard line of McNeese, first down and ten. The Cowboys in the white jerseys, gold pants and helmets. BYU in the blue jerseys, white pants and helmets. As the shadows lengthen here at Lavelle Ever Stadium, a late afternoon kick of 4.05 today. 
next Saturday in Seattle. It'll be a 5.30 Pacific time kick for the Cougars and Huskies. Another top 10 foe for BYU. Tabary pulls it away from the back, throws far side. Nice tackle made by Michael Shelton as the catch is made very near the line of scrimmage by Benjamin Jones. And then Jones is driven back by Michael Shelton. And they say no gain on the play, second down to 10. Shelton closed so fast on that. I think, you know, he was thinking, first of all, I can get to this football. And then he made a wiser choice to make sure he was in position to pull him down. Wilcox and Shelton have both made very sure solo stops today on the edge. Now you got that 6'5 receiver out there on uh, Michael Shelton, who's probably about 6'10, isn't he? He's 5'10. 5'8. They list him at 5'8. <laughs> Shotgun snap to Tabry. Tabry gives to Ham, and Ham shoots a gap to the left for a gain of five. Third down and five coming up from McNeese as they approach midfield. 41 yard line as Meti Taliauli makes the tackle for BYU. We have under four and a half to go till halftime. BYU's taken a 3 0 deficit, turned it into a 14 3 lead. And as I noted earlier, Kalani Sitake's never lost a game leading at halftime. 10-0 when the Cougs take a lead to the break. 14-3 the score with 4-13 to go in quarter number two. And McNeese has yet to convert a third down today. Second and longs they're really good at. Third down's not so much. 0 for 4 on third down are the Cowboys. And a give and a drop in the backfield to Ham. Uh, timeout whistles there, but they yeah. don't have a timeout to call. McNeese, that is. If BYU, oh, BYU called it, that would have been their third it. of three. Hmm. Oh, wow. So on third and five, on a play in which they had stopped for a loss in the backfield, we heard the whistle near the start of the play. We'll see oh, well. what. McNeese State does not have any further oh, yeah. timeouts. We will reset the play. So this referee on this side blows the whistle. See, that's an inadvertent whistle, and you have to go with the whistle since it was blown before the play was snapped. An inadvertent whistle, you have to just go ahead and replay the down. Yeah, that's a that's a tough break for BYU because Kyrus Tonga sure made a great play, and, I mean, the offensive line, McNeese offensive line has had some pretty good push, so, so uh, it's a little disappointing yeah, there. Yeah, hope you have an official that's not paying attention, I guess, is the best way to get around that. But it would have been a delay of game. Instead... It's an inadvertent whistle. Pressure on the quarterback. Tonga is pushed down as he chased. Second chaser gets him! It's Corbin Kafusi with a chase down sack of James Tabary. And it's still a loss on the play. And the Cowboys punt it away. That's Corbin Kafusi said, Kyrus, I got your back. You didn't get him, but I will. Boy, he just had nobody to unload to. He could have, you know, just thrown it out of bounds up past the line of scrimmage. But uh, instead, Kafusi... Forced him to the ground. Second sack of the season. Ten and a half sacks for the career now as he gets the double digits. Corbin Kalfusi in the punt away coming now from Alex Chelston. Snap to Chelston. Boots it away. High, not terribly deep. Fair catch called for by Shelton who bobbled it. He muffed it. And McNeese falls on it at the 32 of BYU. McNeese football. Michael Shelton called the fair catch. By the time he cut up to it, the ball was over his shoulder. He had to make an awkward turn and muffed it. And it's recovered by McNeese at the BYU 33. Yeah, he kind of uh, got turned around sideways. And in doing so, wasn't able to make a clean catch. That's when, you, that's when you bail out and just get out of there. Now what are they reviewing? Holding. Kicking team oh. number 26. That 10-yard penalty will be from the previous spot. We'll replay fourth down. Wow. Oh, man. That, that's the ultimate bailout. McNeese with a chance to get back in the game inside the 35 of BYU. 
And back behind the play, a hold is flagged. And we'll set it up at the McNeese 22-yard line for a re-kick. Yeah, Michael Shelton sure got a sight of relief on that one. Yeah, I'll say. Mc- Mitchell Jorgens down there in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten, who keeps us in business. Two fifty-one to go until halftime. BYU's lead stays fourteen to three, and Michael Shelton gets a second look as Chelston will punt it away. Alex Chelston awaits the deep snap from Jake Smith. It's only thirty-eight yards back. Comes to him at the ten, boots it away higher than the last one, and maybe a little shorter than the last one. Running up to it, <laughs> a double catch by Shelton. He bobbled but caught it and has a nice little return going. 50, 45, 40. Stays on his feet now. Down at the McNeese thirty-five. Michael Shelton makes amends and then some. A little uncertain at the start of that return as he had to kind of double clutch it, but he makes the catch and then gets into McNeese territory. And now BYU at the McNeese 35-yard line. So a complete reversal of fortune on that sequence as McNeese was looking to be... There is no foul on the play. It'll be first down at the end of the return. McNeese was fixing to be first and 10 inside the BYU 35. Now it's BYU first and 10 at the McNeese 35 with 2.37 to go till halftime and BYU a chance now to put a bit of a hammer down before the break. Yeah, another good field position start for BYU. All three of these last three possessions have been inside of McNeese territory. Squally Canada is the tailback. Tanner Mangum is under center. They shift Laulu Pututau and Holker to the right. Wide receiver left. Boot to the right for Tanner. Sets up. Loads. Pressure. Steps out of it. Downfield. He's got a man downfield. And it is incomplete. Looking for Dax Milne. Milne had a couple of defenders on him. He tried to free himself toward the far sideline to make that catch, but couldn't quite get to the ball as Tanner was under duress and threw it in Milne's direction inside the five-yard line. Incomplete second and 10 BYU with the Cowboy 35. So Milne made it down and then to the flag. and He was open, but at the time that he was open, Tanner was still coming out of his bootleg. And then Milne ran back to the post. And now he's covered. He ran right back into coverage, and so Tanner couldn't get him the football. Romney wide right. They go unbalanced to the strength right. With a wing back and an H-back, Hefo left. Mangum under center. They jet sweep Aleva. They fake it. They give to Squally. Squally off tackle left. 30, 25, 20. Tripped up inside the 21st and got 10 for BYU inside the 20-yard line. Given the 17 and a gain of 18 on the run from Squally Canada. Now BYU's getting it together on offense. Yeah, a little more comfortable to, you know, you loosen them up a little bit with the long ball and the play action coming out of that. And then uh, you don't, the, the opponent doesn't know what's coming. Three out, three in for BYU. Break the huddle on first and 10 from the McNeese 17. Red zone possession. Twins to the right, twins to the left. Mangum in the gun with Katoa. Shotgun snap, Mangum. Three step. Guns it to the far side. Catch made, but knee on the ground by Micah Simon. So he's whistled down immediately at the 14-yard line. Gain of three, second and seven for BYU. Simon catchless last week, makes catch here, but his knee was on the ground, went low to haul it in. It'll set up second and seven for BYU. Yeah, that's too bad because uh, they were still pretty far off. He had a chance to make a move. So uh, 
I, I guess it's better to make sure of the reception where he felt like he had to catch the ball in his midsection. BYU two for two inside the red zone with two touchdowns. One of the better teams in the country in red zone touchdown percentage after being one of the worst last year. Fly sweep Simon. He jukes it after going right back to his left. Hand off Katoa. Katoa! A big hit and another one! Lopini Katoa touchdown! Wow, again... Excellent blocking up front. The defense is confused. Is it a jet sweep? Do I stay out here? Safety can't help. There's the handoff back inside to an opening in the line of scrimmage, and Katoa runs by everybody. Yeah, that had to have been the biggest hole we've seen tonight. Um, offensive line made a great hole for uh, Lopini on that, on that play. 20-3 with the PAT pending. Skyler Southams, 2-2 two for two today, 10-10 for 10 as a Cougar. Snap Harris, hold Fowler, kick by Skyler, and you can make it three for three on the PATs. BYU 21, McNeese 3. It's three touchdowns in a row for BYU. 21-3, the Cougar lead extends to 18, 35-yard drive. Four plays, 128 off the clock, and all three of BYU's touchdown drives, Mark, have been short ones, 44, 31, 35. They're set up by a blocked field goal, an interception, and a nice punt return from Michael Shelton. That's right. After uh, getting a break on the hold and those short fields, that's exactly what you have to do is get touchdowns uh, because uh, McNeese has put themselves into position, got to the two-yard line, got a field goal, got to the 13-yard line, missed a field goal, got to the uh, 23-yard line, and had a field goal blocked. So uh, those kind of situations, BYU is taking advantage of their good field position. Took a while to get going, but they're going now. And a whole bunch of UCCU smart decisions made by the offense last three times downfield. They're brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union, helping people make smart financial decisions every day. Lock in a low fixed rate on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit UCCU.com. And this BYU team, which struggled so mightily to score touchdowns in the red zone last year, is acing that part of the exam this year. Three for three on TDs today inside the 20. And they've made massive improvements from last year to this in that category. Short kickoff. Benjamin Jones, 10-yard line. Inside the hash as he stays. Outside the right hash. Spins out of a tackle. Gets to the 22. Trying to drag tacklers and does to the 24, maybe 25. With 102 to go until halftime. BYU has taken control of this football game. After McNeese played a strong early o- a quarter, first quarter to lead 3-0 after one, it's all BYU in the second by a score of 21 to nothing, and it's BYU's second 21-point quarter of the season. They scored 21 in the third quarter in Arizona to open the season. So BYU 21 and McNeese 3 with 62 seconds to go yeah. toward halftime, and it looks as if uh, Kalani's halftime lead streak will stay intact. Never lost a game when leading at the break, and they'll be leading big at halftime here today. James Tabery has Ryan Ross in the backfield. Is a lone setback directly behind him. And, and McNeese yeah. a little... So they're Delay a game on the <laughs> offense. Yeah. Five-yard penalty remains first down. They were not ready to go. Calling timeouts they don't have. Not ready to go after a kickoff return. So things, I think that's kind of becoming unwound a little bit here for the Cowboys. Yeah, Seven penalties here in the first half. And here's the thing you wonder now is uh, are they going to unload it and try and go for that home run again? But they were good with it on the left sideline earlier. 
to the left side to Briscoe. And BYU says ball came loose at the end of the play before the ball was down. And the judgment is BYU football. Ball did come loose and was recovered by BYU. Sawyer Powell on the recovery. The ball popped loose at the end of the play. And from the 25, they signal BYU football. Is that what they call? The field is a fumble recovered by Brigham Young. First down. Wow. So things uh, truly going the other direction for McNeese here as Michael Shelton put the hit on Briscoe. The ball came loose and uh, Sawyer Powell with the recovery for the Cougars. First and 10 at the 25. And so another short field for BYU. And BYU's turned three previous short fields into touchdowns. A 44-yard field, a 31-yard field, and a 35-yard field. All with scores to make it 21-3. And now with 53 seconds to go until halftime, it is BYU first and 10 the McNeese 25. Strong start, unspooled for the Cowboys. Mangum shotgun. With Squally to his right hip. Low snap. Tanner brings it off the turf. Brings it down as he pumped. Lobs it down the sideline. He's got a man and it is just incomplete. Penalty flag. Beyond the outstretched arm of Ella Hefo. And he may have taken a knock at the end of that play. He's down in the end zone. Or I'm thinking that Hefo might have gotten held as he made the move upfield. Flag is in the vicinity of that move. Or maybe he pushed off to get open to go down. There's a long discussion amongst the officials right now. Defense. Mm, maybe a targeting at Holding the end. Defense number one. That penalty is declined. Personal foul. Targeting. Yeah. Defense number five. That play is under further review. Yeah, as he laid out in the uh, near the end zone, he really took a hard hit. But I, did he get hit in the shoulder or head area? And it was. I said Hefo. It's Milne on the intended reception oh, there. Right yeah, he did the... take a hit on the head as he went down in the goal near the goal line. 45 seconds to go until halftime with this targeting call under review. That ball was just a tad too far. So what happens, you know, you see it happen quite a bit. Tanner scrambles out of there, and he's running toward the line of scrimmage. And he lofts up what he thinks is going to be an accurate pass. But you forget about your forward momentum as he's running toward the line of scrimmage. That forward momentum increases the velocity of the football as he throws it downfield. And that little bit, that one extra two feet, is uh, what it was too long for Milne to make that catch. Referee Brad Van Vark is still on the headset awaiting the adjudication from up top while well, he waits the final call we'll tell you that we all agree nobody likes spiders ants mice or frankly any other pests edge gets rid of all that they create a clean safe and pest-free environment for you and your family edge the service company we have 45 seconds to go till halftime and the first foul on mcneese was declined presuming the second would be course confirmed and now the only part of it that has to be really confirmed relative to the infraction is the targeting nature and the ejection of the player it'll be a first personal foul they won't reverse that part of it so BYU should be setting up first and goal where was the spot 25 yes well, first and 10. there is no foul for in targeting 
So we will enforce the holding on the defense 10 yards from the previous spot, automatic first down. So they said they didn't see what they thought they saw, and we'll only go with the first foul. Hmm. And that is a change, whereas the personal foul used to not be able to be taken away. And now on review, they did just that. So it'll go to first down from the 15. It does look as though it's head-to-head -head contact. But academic now. BYU first and 10 from the McNeese 15. Mangum under center. Double tight left. They motion Shumway to wide left. Play fake. Mangum sets up. And lobs from Ronai Lulu. Putu Tau. The ball knocked out of his hands in the end zone. A pass break up and incomplete. He'll go to second down and 10. Pretty good ball, you know, is out there in front, uh, but the defender stayed right with Moroni all the way to the football, and as he uh, made to an attempt to catch it, timed it perfectly to knock that ball away. J.J. Nwigwe in now a tight end. Mangum awaits the center snap. As BYU goes, unbalanced strength left. Katoa the tailback. Boot to the left. Tanner throws. Way incomplete intended for Aleva Hifo. He made his cut up the goal line. The ball well he over his head. The third and ten from the 15. Now, I don't know whether he was bothered by the two McNeese players that were out there, but uh, he makes his bootleg to the left. He sets up quickly and just overthrows the football he doesn't give his guy a chance and I don't know if he was worried about the two McNeese guys but they both had blockers on them he could have uh, made a better attempt to throw the football by waiting one more count BYU four of six on third downs third and ten from the McNeese 15 a half boot to the left a throwback to the right Holker makes the catch but well short of the line to gain got only two yeah. or three yards upfield and so this, with 24 the... seconds to go and BYU one timeout remaining they'll likely use that timeout to set up a field goal to make it 24-3 at halftime and missed that block downfield on the screen so that's that tight end screen throwback and uh it wasn't a you know where he wouldn't be able to catch it and run but uh, the defender got away from the screen blocker way too quickly Holker had a chance but no chance. BYU calls timeout BYU with three seconds. calls their third and final timeout of the half. It'll be 30 seconds in length. This to set up a field goal try on fourth down and 12. BYU will now be attempting a Mountain America field goal. If they make it, Mountain America will donate another $500 to the American Red Cross. And so far, Mountain America has donated $1,000 on two made field goals. And so, Skylar Southam, who's two of three on his field goal tries, his only miss has been from 52. We'll try this one with a spot the line of scrimmage at the 13, so it'll be a 30-yard attempt for Skyler from the right hash to make it 24-3. This will be the final play of half number one. BYU 21, McNeese 3. After McNeese scored the first three, BYU the next 21 and a chance to make it a 24-point quarter, one of the higher-scoring quarters in recent years for BYU. So Southam for 30 from the right hash. Mitch Harris will snap, Gavin Fowler will hold, and Skyler from 30. Drives it. Through for three. Skyler is now three for four as a Cougar. And that is a Mountain America Credit Union field goal. It is good. And for each field goal makes, Mountain America donates $500 to the American Red Cross. That's another made field goal for BYU. Another $500 from Mountain America. Thank you, Mountain America. And thank you, Skyler South. 
BYU 24 and McNeese 3 is our halftime score. We'll be checking in with Coach Kalani Sitake momentarily. So it is a 24-point quarter after McNeese scores the first three in this game. All BYU after that. That's a 25-yard drive. Four plays and 58 seconds off the clock. Mitch is with Coach. Coach, you got things rolling in the second quarter. Um, how do you keep the momentum in the second half? Well, we just got to do what we did in the second quarter, keep it going defensively, got to tackle better. You know, we missed some tackles in the first half, uh, first quarter, uh, but I thought we created some turnovers. I'm just going to keep getting to the quarterback, disrupt this timing. Um, they're a good team, so we just got to come ready to play like we did in the second quarter, not the first. Yeah, your defense came up with some big stops. What's been the key to their success? Hey, they just got to keep playing. It, we, we, we can't give any, any layups and make mistakes, so uh, let's play assignment-free, assignment-sound football and uh, try to make, make it mistake-free. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, thank you. Mitchell Jurgens with Kalani Sitake. BYU 24, McNeese 3 is our halftime score. We've got a halftime recap. Stats, plays, and more after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.